0: Andy Grove said only the paranoid survive. Have you ever made a decision in life where you did not see the benefits or the consequences of it for a year, two years, three years? Well, China as a country made a decision in 1979 that they're seeing the consequences of it and it's very, very painful. We're gonna talk about that today. So if you get value from this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Let's get right into it. So, What is this one policy they came up with in 1979 that changed the game? Before I show this to you, I want to explain a couple things. Number one, if I ask you right now, what is the fastest growing social media platform in America and the world, and I told you which former behemoth social media platform is getting slower and people are no longer joining it, what would you say? You probably said the first one is TikTok, right? And you probably said Facebook. Matter of fact, if I would ask you right now, how often do you log onto Facebook? If you said every day, odds are you're about 40 years old. If you said, I don't ever go on TikTok, odds are you're about 40 years old. If you said, I'm on TikTok every day, you're probably between 18 to 34 years old. Here's the numbers, matter of fact, according to Statista, average of population on TikTok versus Facebook ages 18 to 34, here's what it looks like. For Facebook, 51.5% of Facebook's population is 18 to 34. But for TikTok, ready? 71.3%. Whoever gets the young population will continue to grow year over year over year. Right now, TikTok has a young audience. Facebook has an aging audience that's kind of going away. So let's look at China. 1979 is when they came out with the one child policy to control population growth. And there's this one great chart that they show with data. Where, if you look at this chart, it's been said a growing economy, a healthy country, is one that looks like a triangle and one that's a dying population is one that is looking like an inverted pyramid. So if you look at these three, here's what you'll notice. The one furthest to the left is China in 1990. So what does that mean? The blue and the pink. The blue is male population. The pink is female population. And if you look at the chart to the left, it'll show you zero to four, five to nine years old, 10 to 14 years old, 15 to 20. You see the idea. It's shown which One is the biggest, and it looks like a healthy triangle, meaning China at that point had more kids, younger population, and their aging population was smaller. Then you go to 2014, look what happens there. Then you go to 2025 is what they're predicting, look what that looks like. And then go to 2050, if they go the way they're going right now. This is not good news for them. They're no longer young. They're getting older. So what does this really mean? Let's go into a little bit deeper to see why this is a big issue. So why did they do this, Pat? Why did they come up with this one-child policy? Because in 1950. The population started getting so big that they didn't have enough food supply. They said, listen, we gotta figure this thing out. We are way too big. We don't have enough food. We gotta do something about this. Brilliant idea. One child policy. At least at the point they thought it was a good policy. And then that's kind of what turned into what it is today. So let's let's look at this chart when it comes down to life expectancy. If you look at this, you got the blue at the top, you got the green at the bottom. If you look at the top left, it says life expectancy from birth years if you look at the bottom left that's the green that's annual percentage change so let's focus on the top in 1964 the life expectancy in China was roughly 46.7 years old so you lived at around 46 and a half you died from 1964 to current that went from 46.73 to today it's 77 years old their life expectancy increased 30 years. Matter of fact, if we divide 30 by 46, their life expectancy grew by nearly 70% in a span of 30 years. So now the country's sitting there saying, How the hell are we going to handle this? Even in one year, life expectancy went up 5%. This is a concern. So, how did China get here? Well, in 1971, you know, the one thing that Nixon gets a lot of credit for is to opening up the relation with China with the help of Henry Kissinger. So they're going out there, things are looking a little bit smooth. What about if we do this? What about if we do that? All of a sudden, 1978, China says, after years of control, they finally implemented a major program of economic reform. It encouraged private business, foreign trade, and investment, relaxed state control over prices, and invested in industrial production and the education of its workforce. So what did this do? They went from growing in 1978 at 6% their economy to 9% according to Brookings Institute. Well, when this happens, there's a big difference between 6% and 9%, that's a 50% growth. They gotta start looking at some things there, right? So if you look at historically what they did, in 1990, December, Shanghai stock market reopens for the first time since 1949, and then eventually, in the late 90s, early 2000, they joined WTO, World Trade Organization. So now, everybody around the world wants to do business with China. So let's look at Chinese's fertility rate, what happened over the years. Were they having a lot of kids before, and how bad was it when they said only one child policy? Can they really stop every money in China from having sex. Here's what it looks like. In 1950, the average woman was having around six kids, and it stayed at that number till about the late 60s. Then it dropped off from 1970 at six, all the way down to three in 1978, and it gradually kept going down and down and down until it was around one and a half from 1995 till today. So you may be looking at the saying, so what, Pat? People stopped having babies. I mean, you know, they're already having one and a half billion people. They had a billion people. What's the big deal if people stopped having babies? Well, this led to the four problems that they talk about. What is that? Each child now is responsible for taking care of two aging parents and four aging grandparents. Culturally, that's what you got to do. It's like, man, I don't have that kind of money. How can I go out there and take care of all these guys? On top of that, parents wanted to start having boys, not girls. So gradually, because boys can help with the businesses, right? That's kind of how they viewed it. Gradually. When you think about population, for every one girl, there's one boy, right? That's kind of what we're so in China it kept going higher and higher and higher where there were years where it was 110 males for every hundred female, 10% higher. Because they were leaning towards that. Well, that's a problem as well. There's a lot of times you hear about, you'll read about that women are sitting there and say, well, I want to pick and choose what man I want to be with because there's more men than women. That's one of the challenges that they're seeing. In China today. So we get the idea. Some people might say, but well, Pat, give me a break. I get what you're saying here. Okay, fine. 110 per 100, fine. Their workforce has gotten bigger year over year over year. You're right up until 2014, 2015. Here's what it looked like. If you look at it from 2000, that's 739 million people working. It kept going up, up, up to 760, to 770, to 780, all the way up to 800 in 2015. And then what did they see? Every year it keeps going lower and lower and lower. Why? Because aging population's retiring. They don't want to work anymore, and they're not having enough kids. So the younger population's having to do double the work, because there's not enough of them to sustain and take care of everybody. This is a major issue. So what happens when there's an aging population? What do they need to think about it? They need what? Social security. Someone's got to take care of retirement. Like, I didn't save any money. How do I eat? Healthcare. I need to go see the doctor. Things are no longer working the way they did. My body's breaking down, right? Med MedAdvantage, you know, healthcare, uh, prescription, Some. That's expensive. Who's gonna pay for that? Taxes? So so if you look at this, you may say, well, it could be okay if they're having more newborns, zero to four, than people that are above 60. So as long as that's bigger than the other, we should be okay. Look at this chart here on what it's looking like, comparing newborns to four years old, new kids being born, versus the population of 60 plus. This is deeply concerning. Take a look at this. 1950, if you look at that, Until 1995, every year they had a bigger population ages 0 to 4 than they did 60 plus until around 1995. Then look what happened to it. Mm -hmm. By now, the elderly people in China, quarter of a billion people and climbing while the 0 to 4 is declining. Who the hell is going to take care of these folks? Who? With what kind of money? With what kind of wealth? How are they gonna handle this? And by the way, they've been trying to keep this a secret for a while because just in 2020, China finally begrudgingly admitted that they overcounted their younger population by 100 million people. 100 million, then the world's like, wait a minute. You're not as young as you told us you are. You were not reporting these numbers right. Damn, if this is the case, you're in trouble. People are not starting to figure it out. Pat, this is, this is a lot of fear mongering because look, if you really want to say that this is happening, show us some of the health expenditure, because you can't tell us this is happening and their health expenditure is not really going higher. Here's a chart that's going to validate this. From 2001 till today, look at this. This is in billion won, 8 trillion is what they had to spend last year. Just 20 years ago, it was a little over half a trillion a year to now eight trillion in 20 years. Let me unpack this for you. This means it used to take you $75,000 a year of expenses to take care of yourself 20 years ago. And you know what it is today? Today, you have to do, I don't know, $1.2 million per year in 20 years. How are you going to do that? That, that, that's, That's a lot of pressure in a nation that China currently having to solve. This is a big problem they have as well. So now you may say, "Well, Pat, you know, pick on somebody your own size. You know, China. You, you compare them to smaller countries. Why don't you compare China with somebody its own size, such as India? No problem. So China used to be the biggest population in the world. India just passed them up just recently. This is not like happened twenty years ago. This is recent. The last year or so, passed them up. But when you look at China's population above sixty-five years old, China has one hundred and sixty-six million people above sixty-five. You know what India has above sixty-five years old? Only eighty-four million. Okay, that's what India's got, and India's young. Their average age, I believe, is around 26 to 28 years old. The average age of the population in China is around 38.4 years old. That's a big number right there. So yes, even if we pick on somebody their own size, India's young, China's old, there's a reason why these guys cannot stand each other, and India just blocked over 100 apps from China. China, if there is a country they may hate, as much as they hate America, and they keep it to themselves and they don't publicly advertise, Well, sometimes they do publicly advertise it, they hate India because they fear India. Because India is young, They're getting old. So, so what happens to us when we're getting older? As we get older, we don't spend as much money as as we did when we were younger. Younger, we want to kind of buy and impress people. You get older, I'm not really too worried about it. So, what's the problem with this? Well, today household consumption accounts for around 37 to 38 percent in China. Okay, this is according to the National Bureau of Statistics of China, which means they're having to rely on outsiders to buy their stuff, like America and other countries. And this 37, 38 percent number that I just gave used to be. 68% in 1980, they relied on themselves. They can't do that anymore. Now they need you and I. Now they need other countries. So that is problematic for a country like China because if other people don't buy their customers, they're going to take a massive hit. Well, listen, look at America. We got 40 million immigrants. At least America's got all these immigrants coming. I'm sure China's been crushing with immigration. Who wouldn't want to go to China? See all these big buildings? See all these things they're doing? They got to be crushing it with migration, right? What if I told you? Since 1950 till today, China's net migration rate has been in the negative. They've never been in the positive. The only thing is people want to escape that place. No one's trying to go to China. They're trying to leave China. People trying to come to America. Ain't nobody trying to leave America, at least not till today, right? If it wasn't for migration in America, we would also be in the negative. But we get other people, immigrants that want to come here like this guy, like some of you maybe. So these numbers, when you look at China's net migration rate versus U.S., We've always been in the positive since 1950. And matter of fact, since 1970, we've been at 3% every year, as high as 6% at times because everybody wants to take advantage of the American dream. Millions want to do that every year. Look, like, I don't have any more data. I can pull a bunch of different things to show you, but it's like beating a dead horse right now. I think it's fair to say Xi is probably not gonna like this post, this video, we're not gonna get a thumbs up. Probably Yao Ming's not gonna like, probably Jackie Chan's not gonna like this video. I think he's gonna be probably upset about this. So what's the point about this whole thing? To, to have a, a, a population, a country grow, you need to average around 2.1 child per woman born, right? China right now is around 1.1. We covered that part already. But what does all this stuff really mean? I mean, look, Xi stands there very confidently around everybody else. He doesn't look like he's concerned. He's brokering deals with Putin. They look very confident talking about the next hundred years. They're teaming up with Iran. They're teaming up with Saudi. They're teaming up with Russia. They're teaming up with all these other guys. And everybody around the country is saying, well, the new world order 2.0 is those guys. Should we be worried about it? The video started off with the first phrase I said was what? Andy Grove, only the paranoid survive. We have to stay paranoid all the time because as things like this happen, if you get too cocky and say, don't worry about those guys, they're not doing as good as they think they're doing, I understand. But also at the same time, 75% of poker hands, the winner wasn't the best hand. It's who could bluff the best. And man, G, dude, somebody send that man a bracelet. Dude, you're crushing it. They're gonna have to deal with this issue. This is not a good one. And this is an issue that's going to take a couple of decades to fix. You know, certain things in life, you're like, man, I put on 48 pounds. You can get off of your sweets or Coke or bread, and you'll lose the weight eventually three, six months. You cannot lose this weight in three to six months. You know how long this could take to fix? 50 years this could take to fix. 50 years, and you know what it means? It's 50 years of husband and wives having to spend time in the bedroom for the next 10 years, just making babies. Left and right. They need to go bring the best R&B songs to China, and these R&B guys need to go out and perform nonstop on the radio, right? Sade needs to be on repeat, baby. Cherish the date, right? That's all they need to be playing. I'm going to stop here. You get the drift. So, if you got value from this video, and you're thinking, and maybe I got you a laugh as well, give it a thumbs up subscribe to the channel. I did a video titled 2023 Predictions and I talked about India and China. If you've not seen it, this was shot in December of 2022. Click here to watch it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.